0: Hello, and welcome to Sense in the City. I'm Ruby Bookaboo, the co-founder and your Sydney host. And I'll be taking you on some sensory adventures in and around the Emerald City. Sense in the City acknowledges the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional owners of the land. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging, and recognise their continuing connections to lands, waters and communities. In episode 5, I shared some of my favourite ways in which to have immersive experiences while seeing the sights of Sydney. Today, it's all about Sydney's sounds. 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 We're going to take one of the walks from episode 5, from Circular Quay to Woolloomooloo, although this time we'll open our ears. But first, of course, coffee. You may have listened to the Sense in the City Athens episode on coffee culture in the Greek capital with Alexia and Dave. Well, Sydney ciders also love coffee, but mostly in the morning. Whether you take yours at home or not, you're going to hear the hiss of coffee machines every few metres throughout the city, with the sounds of people ordering all the different varieties. So, a cappuccino? Just get an iced latte of and also a strong flat white. With strong flat white? Yeah. As the coffee kicks in, your senses will become more alert. You'll overhear people's conversations, the urgent beep of the pedestrian crossings, cooing pigeons, screeching white cockatoos, and the hum of traffic. Sydney trains are very clean and easy to navigate, so it may be the best option to arrive at Circular Quay. If you're coming from Bondi or Potts Point, get out at Martin Place, an inner-city pedestrian mall, and you'll hear the wash of the water from the 1994 Tim Williams-designed Lloyd Rees fountain. You may have seen it in The Matrix films and Superman. And if the time's right, the neoclassical GPO building's Big Ben-style clock will chime. Further down on George Street, A tram will glide by. Sydney's trams ran from 1861. They were horse-drawn, then in 1879 ran by steam, and in 1898 some became electric. In 1961 they were controversially removed at night, finally returning as sleek light rail in December 2019 though after a few years of noisy construction work that drove inner city workers a little cuckoo. Speaking of cuckoo, right next door between George and Pitt Streets is the lovely Angel Place, where you can hear the calls of Sydney's forgotten birds emanating from an installation of empty bird cages above. Angel Place also houses the City Recital Hall that holds extraordinary concerts like that of Omega Ensemble's didgeridoo, clarinet and string quartet, and the Australian Chamber Orchestra. Then you'll continue down towards the harbour. Otherwise, depending on where you're coming from, you may take a train to Central, next stop, Central, change for the city circle and get out directly at Circular Quay. As soon as you exit the station, you'll find yourself in a cacophony of footsteps, chatter, of various languages, boats, pigeons and seagulls. In 1788, after over 40,000 years of continuous sustainable occupation, the Gadigal people witnessed ships arriving in Sydney. The first fleet was 11 ships from England with Royal Navy vessels, stores, and convicts. The indigenous Australians listened with amazement to the foreign languages and accents of the ghost-like, oddly-clad people, together with bleating, lowing, quacking, gaggling, clucking, and crowing of strange animals. The quay was built in 1830 for a commercial shipping and warehouse hub, then a ferry terminal before transforming in the 1960s to an international shipping port, evolving into a public space and tourism centre. Directly in front of you are the ferry terminals that would take you around the harbour. You can hear about going to Manly in episode 5. We're heading to the right, towards Sydney Opera House. Some buskers may be out, and if you're in luck, you may hear the drone and lilt of a didgeridoo, accompanied by clapsticks and chant performed by First Nations men. ancient spiritual instrument from Northern Australia conveys song lines reflecting the sounds of nature. If the music moves you, put some money in the hat and you'll possibly be asked if you'd like to have your picture taken with the musicians. Let the vibrations of the traditional instrument flow through you and awaken your spirit as you stroll around the quay towards the opera house and read the quotes on the ground from famous writers on the writer's walk. Sydney Harbour, one of the finest, most beautiful, vast and safe bays the sun has ever shone upon. Joseph Conrad But I tell instead of brave and fine, when lives of black and white entwine, and men in brotherhood combine, this would I tell you, son of mine. Udru Nunaku. The Did You Do will fade out and be replaced by the sounds of people talking loudly, snacking and drinking as a funk or soul band plays in the background and the seagulls swoop at the opera bar. Continuing past the opera house, you may hear the snap of photos and chat as a Japanese couple have their wedding photos taken on the steps. But the wind howling past your ears will probably muffle most sounds. In Episode 4, Krista Hughes talks about her father Dick Hughes playing here with his band on the construction site back in 1965. So check that out and also hear more about the building in Episode 5. Look up the Opera House program and you may want to book to hear the Sydney Symphony Orchestra, Bangara Dance Theatre with the exquisite soundtrack from Indigenous Australia or Opera Australia. Continue and into the Royal Botanical Gardens. As the water laps the shore, the wind will rush through the 4,000 trees past your ears, and you'll hear kids ordering from the ice cream caravan. Oh, okay. I'll have a... oh, no. can... Opened in 1816, the Botanical Gardens is the oldest scientific institution in Australia. You can explore the Palm Grove, Rose Garden, First Encounters Garden, and more. Check out the 55 sculptures, including my favourite, the 1924 Bronze Satire, relaxing near the Opera House gate. The outdoor art excursion will be made more dramatic by the deafening trill of cicadas and the wind rustling the leaves. You can attend a production of The Wind in the Willows during Summer by the Lake. Look into the water and you may even hear some long-finned eels swimming by. So you would need an underwater microphone to hear their haunting groans and shrieks. Sit back on the grass and enjoy a picnic. Or a lunch and snack from the Farm Cove Eatery kiosk in the gardens. If you sit outside, you'll hear a chorus of white ibises, sulphur-crested cockatoos, kookaburras and rosellas. Or for the sizzle and spice of modern Asian food, there's Luke Nguyen's menu to enjoy upstairs at Botanical House. Then continue your walk through the enchanting Australian rainforest garden with the whispered secrets of the ancient trees. Next, head towards the northern eastern edge of the gardens and at weekends you'll hear DJ Beats and a young crowd lounging on the grass as they sip fizzy cocktails from Busby's pop-up bar. Then continue around to the Domain a heritage listed 34 hectare area of open green space. Australia has very loud and squawky birds, so it won't be hard to hear the screeching cockatoos, melodic magpies or whistling honey eaters above in the Port Jackson and Morton Bay fig trees. You may even hear a baby coel, an Australian cuckoo, whose mother left her eggs in the nest of an unsuspecting frazzled wattlebird and is squawking its lungs out for a meal. Art galleries and museums are good places to head to in general to experience silence or hush in the city. Visit the Sydney Modern Project when opened and the Art Gallery of New South Wales just to the left. Over summer, there are evenings that you can picnic here in the Domain, then sit back, gaze up at the stars and be treated to world-class concerts from the Sydney Symphony Orchestra and Opera Australia. Down the stairs to the left is Woolloomooloo. Walk along the pier past the fancy popular restaurants as people clink glasses, cutlery and chat. The 30 meter long Finger Wharf was built in 1915 and became derelict in the 1970s when new container ships required larger facilities. Despite protests by residents who wanted to keep the area in public hands, the wharf was finally developed in 1999 and sold to the wealthy. Enter the Ovalo Hotel and enjoy the cool and quiet interiors, reading about the history of the place on large boards. It was where wool was exported, then troops were deployed, and later thousands of post-war European migrants welcomed. Imagine the sounds of soldiers marching up the gangplanks, the families crying from the wharf, and the babble of excited and nervous new arrivals entering a strange land. There's a restaurant and cocktail bar here also But the music may be a little bit loud and commercial for your tastes. If it isn't, pop in for a fancy cocktail or mocktail, or head into the heart of Woolamaloo to the Frisco Hotel for a cold drink in a typical Australian pub. Then grab a table at Siena Marina for Italian food and live music, mostly on Saturdays at 7.30 to 9.30. If you're lucky, you'll catch the fabulous singer Paula Terry and her talented guitarist Victor Jesus. Paula will be featuring in a following episode of Sense in the City, Sydney, so make sure to subscribe to be the first to hear it. Enjoy the music, the food and the relaxed conversations. Then walk through the dark streets up to East Sydney to digest. Listen hard and you'll hear the flapping leathery wings and screeching claws of the flying foxes and the trees are flying overhead. If you're not tired, you may want to continue your night. Perhaps up at El Rocco for jazz and good conversations or to Low 302 in Surrey Hills. For other places to hear live music, check out episode four for Christy Hughes' favorite places around town with all different types of styles. When you get home, let the day's sounds of birds, footsteps, wind, flying foxes, music, and a distant lap of water and traffic fade out. Your breathing will get slower, heavier, Probably louder. Good night, Sydney. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sense in the City, Sydney. Find the show notes on our website, senseinthe.city. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sense in the City, Sydney, and Facebook at Sense in the City, World. If you like this episode, consider supporting the team via Patreon or buy me a coffee. All links are on senseinthe.city. Sense in the City is produced by Pilot Media and Ruby TV.